This is the Building Resilience Podcast, Episode 104, Surround Yourself with Greatness. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hello there, my friends. I'm happy to be with you today, and I'm happy to have you join me for another episode of Building Resilience. I hope things are going well for you in your world today. I know that uh, this is a time of year where people, some people love it, some people don't love it so much. So I'm not sure which camp you're in, but I hope you are doing well. Today, I want to talk with you about surrounding yourself with greatness. Have you ever heard that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with? It's a pretty popular saying, so you might have heard it. But every time I stop and ponder it, and I take stock with what and who I am surrounding myself with. Now, those that you spend the most time with in your life will have a huge influence on you, on your moods, on your views, on how you view the world, the expectations that you have of yourself and others. And if you ask any parent, I'm sure they would agree, at least the parents that I talk to, which is why we are so concerned with who our kids are hanging around with and what their friend circle looks like. Do they have friends that have similar values? Do they have friends that push them to reach high, friends that encourage them to do good? Do they have friends that introduce them to new worlds and new cultures and expand their horizon? Do they have friends that look out for them? So it's not just about having friends exactly like them or like you, although I think it's normal and natural to find people who resonate with many of the same things you resonate with. But I do think it's important for you to surround yourself with diversity and differences and things that expand your worldview and and for your kids to be exposed to these things too. What we surround ourselves with contributes to our mindset, to our thoughts, and eventually to our beliefs. I definitely feel very blessed that I live in one of the most diverse cities in the world because my kids were very exposed to so many different things right in their daily life. And I'm also grateful that we have been blessed to travel a lot. And one of the reasons why I love travel so much is because it does open up your whole world. So who you surround yourself with can expand your worldviews. And that's what I want to talk to you a little bit more about today. Research shows that even if you surround yourself with positive people, you are more likely to adopt empowering beliefs and see life as happening for you instead of life happening to you. If you are surrounding yourself with people who complain a lot, who don't take responsibility for their lives, who don't put effort in, who give up, who walk away, who set low standards, abandon their dreams because they're too hard, well, how do you think that you are going to fare? Now, of course, no one is responsible for you but you, and we've talked a lot about that on this podcast, but we do also have a tremendous influence on each other. And I often talk with people about how you can't control other people. The only person you can control is yourself. 
we do have influence on other people. So we want to keep that in mind. And other people have influence on us as well. So today I want to give you a few quick tips on how you can surround yourself with greatness. How can you up-level your life just by who? And I'm also going to be talking about what surrounds you because I believe that what the environment also has some influence. So let's get started. The first one I want to offer to you is surround yourself with good habits. Now, if you haven't read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, then you really should. It's such a great book. He talks about how small habits are the compound interest of self-improvement, and they often appear to make no difference until you cross a certain threshold. So for example, you can go to the gym every day and look in the mirror after each workout and see no difference. But after six months of consistently going to the gym, you can see a really big difference. Creating the habits surrounding your bedtime can also really impact your sleep. Creating habits around drinking more water or having a few servings of vegetables every day, reading for five or 10 minutes, journaling for five or 10 minutes. All of these little habits that may not take up a huge chunk of your day, but if you keep doing them, they become long lasting habits and they really can elevate your life. So it's really good to be creating good habits and be patient with them. I will do an upcoming episode on what they call micro habits. And those are just the tiny adjustments that you can make that actually can have great benefit to you longer term. So surround yourself with good habits is the first thing. Now, the second thing you can surround yourself is surround yourself with a good environment. Now, again, James Clear talks about how motivation is overrated. He says that the environment matters more. And he talks about a study that they did at Mass General Hospital. They wanted to see if changing the environment could encourage people to drink more water. So what they did is they strategically placed more water stations around the cafeteria. And then what they found? People drank more water. They say that the water, because it was so easy to access, people saw the water and then they drank more. Environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. That was one of James Clear's quotes. So powerful. And James Clear reminds us that we don't have to be a victim of our environment, but the architect of it. Isn't that amazing? You don't have to be a victim of your environment. You are the architect of it. I truly love that saying so much because to me, it is very empowering. We do have the power to change our environment and even a small shift can make the difference. And he also gives us the example of he wanted to eat more apples. I thought this was a really good one. So every week he would go and he would buy apples and then he'd find them like three weeks later in his fridge, bad apples because he didn't have any. So what he decided to do instead is he got a nice bowl and he put the apples out and he was able to see them. And every time he saw the apple, he would walk by and grab it and eat it. So you don't have to make big changes in the environment, sometimes just making something more visible. I know for myself, what I end up doing often is I do have like my water bottle. I will keep it out. It reminds me to fill it. It reminds me to drink it when it is beside me. I think I've shared before that I sometimes leave books in strategic places around the house. I have a book in the kitchen. I have a book beside my bed because when I see it, it encourages me to read. So changing up your environment, moving things strategically, putting these reminders will help 
when you see them to go and do things that you want to do. So surround yourself with a good environment. James Clare also says that you rarely see someone consistently sticking to a good habit in a negative environment. So the environment really does make a difference. Now, the third thing we want to surround yourself with is surround yourself with people who elevate you, like I already mentioned a little bit at the beginning. I want you to think about what your goals are. Are you trying to get a degree? Are you trying to grow your business? Are you trying to work on your relationship? Are you trying to raise children? Then it might be a good idea to make sure that the people who are around you are also in support of these goals, or even better, are aiming for similar ones or higher ones. I think there is a saying that you always want to be the dumbest person in the room. Now, I don't exactly like that label of dumb. So maybe we could say you want to be the person in the room who knows the least because then there is so much room for you to grow. Now, of course, you have to be willing and have the humility to learn. So you may also want to surround yourself with people who encourage learning and growth and are willing to share. While we all have different goals, it's good to be around people who also are working on their goals and who are going to encourage you and support you. These may be people who also push you with some tough love or the ones that you lean on when times get tough, but they recognize what you're trying to do and they try to build you up and not tear you down. What I have learned too over the years, and I've heard others say it as well, is don't assume that the people who elevate and support you are always the people who are closest to you because it really depends on your goal. For some goals, perhaps your closest family member and friends may not be the most supportive and that is okay. They may not like seeing your change or trying to grow. They may not agree with what you're trying to do. Some people may be threatened by it. And I think of this podcast, for example, when I started it and even doing it now, the majority of my listeners are not my closest friends and family. In fact, many of my closest friends and family have likely never even heard an episode. But I have to say that some amazing support comes from people that I don't even know. Now, that's not to say that family and friends won't be the ones to elevate you and support you. But I'm just saying, in my experience, they are often not, and don't get me wrong, this is not always true. I mean, I know my mom is probably my most devoted listener, but I suspect that most of my kids don't listen to me. And I'm not saying this to guilt anybody in case any of my close friends or family are actually listening for the first time. I just think that different people are good for supporting you at different things. So don't always expect to have the same crew that will elevate you and be okay with that. Don't make it mean anything about what you're doing. Just different people are able and willing to support different things. And that's why it is really nice to have a lot of variety and diversity in your life to find people who will support whatever endeavor you are working towards. Now, the fourth way you can surround yourself with greatness is surround yourself with media that inspires you. So there's another saying, garbage in, garbage out. If you want to feel inspired, then you need to watch, listen, and read inspiring things. And this one is huge. I mean, it's really big. Social media, news, shows, magazines, movies, newspapers, they can have a huge impact on you on a very subconscious level. So I'll give you a personal example. Many years ago, Rob and I were watching a show. It was a 
decent show. Like it was entertaining, but it did have some disturbing storylines, specifically about people cheating on each other and being dishonest and doing all sorts of things that just don't align with my value system. So I found we would watch it at night and then I'd go to bed and I would actually wake up and be mad at Rob. Not like mad, mad, but kind of like edgy and irritated. And what I found is that it disturbed me. I guess given my history with being divorced, the show had hit some tender spots and then it carried over into my sleep. So we stopped watching it. But then there are other shows that we just love watching together, ones that provoke good conversation or make us laugh or are just interesting. We are watching right now on Disney Plus Limitless. It's right up my alley because it talks all about, you know, expanding your mind, the mind-body connection. It talks about stress. It talks about things that you can do to grow. I just love it. And that's the kind of show that I feel is expanding my horizon. I'm telling people about it. I share it with my clients. I'm talking to my kids about it. So I'm not saying that there aren't good shows or good media. I'm just saying you want to be aware of what it does to your brain. And is it helping you or hurting you? Is it pushing you to move forward? Are you growing with it? Is it disturbing? You want to measure all these things. So I don't necessarily think it's about not having media. It's about choosing your media. And for me, it's also the same thing for when I follow people on Instagram or Facebook or any kind of social media. There is some really great stuff out there. I have learned so much. I found so much inspiration. But there's also stuff that I find distracting or unmotivating or depressing. And guess what? I unfollow or I delete. I know that I can actually work on my thoughts about everything if I wanted to. But sometimes it's often not worth watching things or seeing things that I have to work on my thoughts later on about. I just prefer not to to watch them. I prefer having stronger filters set to start with. So watch what you surround yourself when you're listening, when you're viewing, when you're talking about, because garbage in, garbage out. You want to see the quality that you put in will help with the quality of your thoughts as well as the quality of your life. So I love lots of things on social media. I love lots of media all around me, but I'm very choosy about what I decide to listen to and expose myself to. Now, lastly, surround yourself with examples of success. And when I say success, it's however you define success. It is so helpful to surround yourself with people that you can learn from, that can be a role model. You can see their success and then you can ask, okay, what did they do to achieve it? Now, while your path may be different, there are still valuable lessons that you can learn from others who have done it. Observe their patterns. See how you can adopt them into your life. I often look at people who are a bit ahead of me and I think, well, if they can do it, so can I. So you want to be on the lookout for these success stories. And again, it's however you define success. So we may not be looking to the same people for who we want to have as our role models. Those are just a few simple ideas of ways that you can surround yourself with greatness. Surrounding yourself with these things will make a difference in feeling more abundant in your life. You will likely also increase your level of appreciation and gratitude. You may feel even an elevation in your mood overall. You may find yourself expanding on so many different levels, learning more, making new friends, growing your mindset. So stop and ask yourself today, what and who do I need to surround myself with more? 
Have a great week. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting.